0: You know, how come you're not blinging and having all kind of crazy diamonds and all that? I guess you're here to get your money right, huh? All the time. I and mean, you know, all that is cool
1: for the image and all that, but all them is liabilities, you feel me? I'd rather invest in some real estate, you know what I'm saying? Some oh, wait, wait,
0: can you repeat that again, man? You're up-and-coming artist. What did you say you want to do?
1: I say invest in some assets as opposed to trick off my money on some liabilities like diamonds, you know what I'm saying? Cars that lose value, so you can drive them off the lot. So, you're trying, to,
0: you're trying to get land.
1: Exactly, homie. A real asset, take care of my people, because, you know, that's, it, it, it looked good, but at the end of the day, you're losing
0: value, homie. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't appreciating It's depreciating. It's losing value. What do you think? Uh, why do you think it's so hard for people to get that message? You know, I mean, one and a half, you get guys that say they got to impress the females. Female ain't trying to talk to you unless you're down. out. On the other hand, you got other people feel like they got to show off to the homies and impress them with their riches. I mean, what, what do you think is the, how do we get that out of that mindset?
1: Man, I feel like that's insecurity. Material things ain't
0: nothing.
1: Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh-huh.
0: Welcome to the Almost Woke well Podcast. This week we have pots. What's up, Courtney? Hey, yeah. and Miss Katina.
1: Hello,
0: Courtney.
1: You should have went last with all this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. let do me last next
0: <laughs> yeah. time. So, we've been on a hell of a hiatus. All kinds hell of, sh- yeah, all kinds of shit happened. R. Kelly didn't bring us back. The Michael, Boy. the Michael Jackson shit didn't bring us back. The Jesse nope. Smollett shit didn't bring us back. Oh, daddy, not. Uh, but Nipsey brought us back. Nipsey brought
2: us all back.
0: <laughs> yes, he did. <sighs> Unfortunately. <laughs> wow. So let's dig in. You Who wants? Who wants to start I off
2: as a really positive? Well, I, I was just, I, I was just going to say, I don't know if you guys seen it. I, I was going to tag you guys. Um, I saw a really positive message on the shade room, um, from his, uh, mother actually. Yeah. And, um, it was a message from her, which was really, um, I mean, wow. You know, the resilience that she just was showing, even in filming that video after, you know, what's taken place and, and, how recent all of that had taken place, it was really kind of shook my soul a little bit just because of the fact that, you know, I mean, we all, we all have our feelings about, you know, our different feelings and our different, um, you know, we all prescribe to different whatever they may be beliefs and religions and stuff, but it was really, um, it, it just gave me an assuring feeling kind of in my heart and in my soul to see um, her so steadfast in her beliefs and in her religion and clinging to that and that giving her solace in a moment that could be described as nothing less than chaos right now Mm -hmm. going on in her life and in her family's life. And regardless of how I feel about things, I have true respect for people who I truly see convicted by what their beliefs are, whatever they may be, whether if it, you know, is about a man on a cross or wilderness in the forest, either way, when I feel people, um, taking it from a place of true love and light and passing that on uh, that it really does something to me. And so watching that was really, um, it you know, it did something to me on a completely different level. And I'm thankful, you know, that I even got to see that because I thought it was a really beautiful message. I, you know, I encourage you guys, if you haven't seen it to check it out. Um, it was pretty, pretty powerful, pretty amazing. So um you know, in, like I said, in such a turbulent time, um, it was pretty cool. So, yeah. Too bad. Too bad, too bad I don't have the video or I just play it right now. But, um, you know, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people are at loss right now. And I don't really think, but I don't think, I think there's one thing that everybody needs to keep in mind. And that's the things that uh, Nip was doing um, that can't be lost in all of this. You know what I'm saying? It, it can't be lost in. Uh, But but I also want to say, too, um, you know, I I don't I don't want people to lose sight of the fact either about, you know, there was a lot of things going on after all that happened. you know, people with their conspiracy theories and people with this and people with that, you know, I you know, you know me, I I tend to fall in line with conspiracy theories. And so um, because uh, I think that uh, there's a lot of truth to that and you know, I think I'm still holding fast where I was in that um, because Nip was about to take things to another level. And I know people say that, but people, a lot of people say that and they haven't done their research and they haven't read and they don't know about him. Um, He was about to change the game on a lot of levels. And I don't think everybody was ready for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think everybody was ready for that Um, because it is a big deal. And um, you know, I think what happened was a tragedy and it was, you know, it was, it was, you know, horrible, but I think that when layers, if, if, if we continue and we don't just let it just fall and lay where it lay, you know, I think that if, once we peel some layers back, we're going to see some other things um, about
0: that actually. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be the, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to be the pessimist on this shit simply because it's just fucked up all the way around, if you ask me. And regardless of conspiracy theories, whatever the fuck, I told y'all last week the way I feel about it, I don't give a fuck what what is going on. If it was some nigga shit, if it was some extra shit, government shit, I don't give a fuck what no black man should have touched him. Yep. There, there's. Sometimes things are bigger than you, and. To me, if you, if you, if you look down history, specifically American history with Black people, we get one every generation. And every generation that one that we get. That's the one that we kill. I'm yep. not and. You can just look through history. That's that's what happens. Whether the government
2: Martin, Martin Malcolm?
0: Yeah. Whether the government pushes us to do it or it's some nigga shit, we always find a way to get rid of the ones that are helping us the most. And he to me he was the one that was doing the most. So Definitely. In a, in, a, in a good in a good way. Yeah, yeah, because he was, he was basically, he not only took, so I, I say our generation was, you know, Tupac or whatever, but he basically took a lot of what he was preaching and you can multiply that by hundred. He was doing way more than Tupac even talked. If you, if you do the research, what he was Never doing. Ever even in, thought about doing. Yeah.
2: Never even thought about
0: it. Like he was light years ahead of that shit. Light years ahead. Like even the light, the the light rail shit that they were gonna do in in Crenshaw, that was in. If you listen to Blue Laces, that's the billion dollar deal that he was talking about that they were gonna break some in on. And it was gonna. He was. It was basically gonna bring the light rail through that part of L. A. And he was. A lot of people don't know this, but the Marathon store that he had well, has had whatever you want to, whatever tents you want to put it in, that was not the final destination of the store. He had just bought the, the, the fish store that was next to it and renamed it. Um, and he was buying all of those stores. So when the light rail finally did come come through that area in the next five to 10 years, he was gonna tear that whole plaza down and make affordable housing,
1: yeah damn
0: like this he was doing shit you know, that awesome. yeah, like he was doing shit that people weren't even Thinking no, about yeah n- not even on his level thinking about and it's it's
1: or really, a lot of or, people or, 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 or <laughs> No, it's, it's a lot of people think like that. They just
2: can't afford. No, you that. know what though, Courtney? I'm going to challenge you on that. There are plenty of people that are right now in the entertainment industry who could afford everything <laughs> yes, he's doing right
0: now. Yeah, you know what I, I, I'm saying? I, I they choose I, I not, not you on to. I'm I'm talking about like everyday people. You know, like, yeah,
1: there's, of there's course. A lot of things. There's A lot of things. Of I course, I
0: can't do with But, so yeah, but so let's not go back. Let's. let's
2: yeah, uh, let's baby. not hold back on, yeah. you know, yeah, let's not hold back on that. I mean, let's be honest about it. What's more important? What's more important, the longevity of your culture and your people or what you're wearing but on like, your back and how many diamonds yeah. are in your right. necklace? Let's be honest yeah. about it. Like, I, yeah. I understand the whole mentality. True enough, I don't understand it on a level that my uh, black uh, co-workers, friends, family, anything understand. I don't understand on that because I have been afforded things. But let me tell you something. There is something to be said in this community. Is nobody tired of fucking diamonds and shit yet? Like, for real. Like, seriously. Is nobody tired (laughs) of diamonds? Me neither, Court. Me neither. Like, I don't even give a fuck about shit like that. Like, I don't understand what is... I mean, I just don't really understand what's wrong with with people nowadays, well, possessions are the only thing that make people yeah. excited about anything.
0: Okay. That's so, the only thing.
2: It, what they can have tangible right this minute, not the future, right now.
0: It's, it's, because
2: it's, then everybody's, everybody's thing is like, oh, tomorrow could be, it ain't promised to you. Well, you know what? Yesterday wasn't either, but bitch, it's in the past too. So what are we going to do now? <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to people. Like, Some
2: people got to. It's time for people to do something. It's time for people to stand for something.
0: It's time for... Yeah, I
2: mean, it's just... It's, it's, it's so sad. It's so sad. Okay. I just
0: can't even... It just drives me insane. There's a, there's a long-standing history with black people and um, depreciating items. So, the people... When, when you're black and you, you get money, it's basically a pissing match. So that's why, and they don't, they they see it as, okay, I can have this charity, I can have this foundation, okay, I'm doing good over here, but I'm gonna keep this pissing match going where I can spend two hundred thousand dollars on the chain, and nobody's gonna check me for it because I'm not a an actual activist or a pastor. Now, if a pastor or an activist does that you're going to hear all kinds of shit talked about them. But, Babe, it's yeah, held, held but, but as far as True. just somebody in the entertainment industry or in sports, or whatever, people don't check them on that. But what's no. even worse is regular people. So what a lot of black people do is you may go home and not have everything that you want. You may have grown up without having everything you want. So all that we know is to buy disposable, depreciating shit to make it look like we have money. And that's, what, that's, that's mm-hmm. basically the, the mindset of black society when it comes to not the upper echelon, but the, just the regular, normal level. So clothes. Jewelry motherfuckers will go spend so much money on fake ass jewelry just to act like they got some baby. money. Shoes. Now hold on. Yeah. Man, hold on now. Some,
1: some of that fake ass jewelry looking good,
0: baby. Yeah, but still, that's still a waste of money. Rims, yeah. shoes, cars that you can't afford, just all kinds of shit. That's just how we were that's how we were raised. That's how the majority yep. of us were raised.
2: Sure. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Because it was, you know, I, 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 yeah, I totally, like I said, I don't, I don't, I can't relate, but I can totally understand how that was. I mean, basically I can relate because I sure didn't grow up with like anything. I grew up in a mobile home, a huge part of my life. So, I mean, I know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, with a single mother who, you know what I'm saying? But even with all of that, I was still afforded things that, um, other people of color were not, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, That's the that's that's the realization that I have. I don't think that's the realization that a lot of white people or white people in general in our country have, and I think that's what has caused and will continue to cause a great divide. Because you still have people in this country who are white, in fact, who have everything, who still think they don't have enough of everything.
0: And, and they think that they're
2: entitled to more of everything because they find, somehow think a country that they took from other people is theirs. I don't, and built by another group of people is theirs. I still, I'll, I'll never understand that entitlement, um, but that's, you know, the way it is. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, I think that, like I said, I think that what he was doing was, um amazing work and I, I just i that's what I hope more than anything I hope now that a lot of that's come to the light I hope that it doesn't stop but you know what else I hope also too I hope that people don't take his work and turn it into some kind of money making scheme for yeah. themselves and just yeah. say fuck the real cause about what was going on that's what I really hope because that's that's something that's crossed my mind a million times mm-hmm. during all of this I was like somebody's going to take on his stuff look like some kind of you know, person that's taking it on and really going to go the distance and they're not going to do a damn thing for anybody.
0: I don't think so. It's just
2: like that post I put up the, well, I hope not. And I truly hope not, but it's just like that post I put up the yesterday, put up the other day. And I think I, I don't know. I I know I posted it, but I don't know if I sent it through with everybody else where it was listing all the accomplishments and all of the things that Nipsey did in his, um, in, in his life and in his community. And then it was like, what has your pastor done? Basically. Exactly. For, their community. And I really want to know that. I really want to understand that because that's the thing nobody can ever, you know, I mean, I have deep feelings about stuff like that. But I really don't understand. And I really thought long and hard. And if some of you can chime in and let me know something that I'm missing, I mean, I would love to be enlightened. But I just, I don't know of any no. church. Any Your church. Being you know damn well you ain't missing
1: nothing. What? You're not I'm missing well, you don't anything. Know? Well,
2: that, well that,
1: that, I just want to know.
2: I mean. Anything. I just want to know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't, I don't know when that was posed to me. That was so prolific to me. That just blew me away. And I really thought about churches have power to do things, and they don't. Yep. They, don't do, they do not. They put that pastor in a gorgeous home with gorgeous clothes, yep. with gorgeous possessions, with a gorgeous car, with all these things, with never having to worry about a damn thing. And what do they do? for the community fuck your fucking soul that's between you and god okay no man save your soul okay so if that's a topic nobody can do that so what the fuck is going on in this world in this country and why for so long have people been so complacent and let me tell you something guys everybody didn't just wake up or a lot of people, including me, even after a, after a message that's tweeted out like that. Either this is shit that's been going on for eons. Yeah. So why why are people so complacent? Why have people? Why are congregations mm-hmm. so complacent? Do they think they need
0: that? Mm-hmm. Do they, they think they
2: have to have that?
0: That's why they're called to enter the, the gates of heaven.
2: They're sheep. I mean, I just well, that's the truth. I mean, it's it's the truth, but. I just, man, I'm, you know, here's a brother out here who was like doing everything that he yeah. could to change not only the life of his children, but the life of your children and other people's children and like the world, like on a, on a level that was like, I just it, just, it makes me, I get so frustrated even thinking and talking about it because the end result we have after everything is, is that he's just dead.
0: Yep. you know he was he
2: dead but the it's just so frustrating. I got chilled by it. <laughs> your, frustrated your yeah, comment
0: about about everything that he was doing I believe it's gonna it's gonna still move forward because of black Sam everything that that nipsey did his older brother was included in so and oh, that, uh, so, well that's good. Yeah, so they were they were business partners in everything, everything. So I I that's why I don't think he is going to let somebody else step in and and kind of fuck it off. I'm I'm hoping because he's from what I gather cuz you only hear about him in songs really. I've seen him. They look just a fucking like. But do and, Yeah, oh god, yeah. He's a, he's the older brother, but they look just alike. Um mm. and Chad knows him. But from what I what I hear about Black Sam is shit, who don't Chad know? He's just a uh like low key. He's just a low key uh like kind of yeah, kind of yeah. and and him and Nipsey, they they put their their heads together on everything that Nipsey was doing. It was just Nipsey was the face of everything. So hopefully it'll move forward.
2: Well, I hope so. I really do. I really hope so, because like I, like I said, I just think that, um, you know, and it's, 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 it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, am I the only one who feels this way, that it's kind of icky and it's kind of, yeah, something just doesn't feel right about the fact how everybody's coming with this, like, huge outpouring of stuff now when uh. while he was still alive, people could still be – People could have been I don't know. It just I don't I, I don't know it, if I get real cynical when I start thinking about things, but like it's just like you get this large outpouring from all these people and especially people in the industry and that's, I'm going, what, that's what where were y'all then though? Yeah,
0: that's what pisses me. Off. Where
2: were y'all when he was alive? Like where were you when he was alive? I'll tell you where you were. In your Lamborghini. Okay? Like like not giving a fuck about like I just I don't know. It's just so much to me. It's just so much. Like I was Like, I just, you know, immediately, like, I just, I I was, um, in reading about how he, um, how he did his deal, even, you know, you know, with Atlantic and stuff like that and everything. I mean, this man was so smart and so just beyond anything. He made the record company work for him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he didn't, he didn't just, uh, you know, I don't know. but But I think, once again, it takes me back to what you were saying about the desperation of a lot of, definitely of a lot of black youth, they're not in a position to where when they get offered these things of grandeur that they're just like, oh my God, I can maybe right. get my, my mom out of the situation we're in. I, maybe I don't have a parent and maybe I can get one of my siblings or maybe I can, all they're thinking about is just making it out. And I don't think yeah. that there's too much of a forefront of anything else to be thought. Mm-hmm. You know, even, with this man, he had a plan. He even, had a plan. He'd been working on a plan for a long time.
0: But even if you look at it, he took a deal before Atlantic. He took a deal. Oh, yeah, the epic deal. He took a deal, but then he was like, what they're giving me isn't worth what I am worth. And so he he said, fuck it, I don't want the deal. And he got, I think it was Jermaine Dupree and Luda and some other motherfuckers from, from Atlanta. They helped him get out of the deal before he before he actually started releasing real official music. So he really had a plan. He knew what he was worth. Yeah. So exactly, it, it, it's that's the beauty of it. Wow. It, it, it's disheartening because and even now, like the the reason I say a lot of the industry people are full of shit is because he was doing all of this all of this shit. Okay, if I knew the stuff he was doing, but when I heard about the stuff he was doing, even before he died, I was like, Yo, this dude must have tons of money. When he died, he was worth right. $4.5 million. That's like... A hell
1: of a lot less than a that's,
0: lot of them. Yeah, that's like pocket change for Diddy. You, you know? And I'm like, he's... He's affecting the world. And mind you, his his uh, his worth has probably tripled in a week. But,
1: yep.
0: but when he died, what he happened was, I was... I the, went and
1: downloaded everything I could.
2: Definitely. I definitely did. And and told everyone else to <laughs> Told everyone else to. It, it, I made sure crazy. of that. Po- you know. I mean, you know, I, I just think that I just wanna know whatever happened. What is the point in life where you make the conscious decision? And I'm saying this directly to Sean Combs, um, Sean Carter, um, you know, people of, you know, w- w- at what point, at what point, when, when, when is it time to start? I mean, and don't get me wrong. I know Jay's got, a, I mean, I know Jay even set up a trust fund for Nip's children. You know what I'm saying? I know all of that. I know the things that, that they're doing. I still just I don't know I just I'm sorry if I I don't I don't want the beehive to come sting me or anything like that but I just still feel, feel like so much is just for grandeur for and show. for show yep. I, just yep. like, I, I just don't feel like I just don't feel I'm sorry and I'm sorry that I feel that way but I just don't feel because what I'm saying is is the things that this man was doing were real they were tangible they were. um... You know, I mean, they were they were affecting change within a community and within people's lives. Like that's the difference. And those people that we're talking about on there too, they have the power to do that. You know,
0: they I mean, have, like
2: everybody puts <laughs> Tupac up on a Lord shelf and just is like, oh my gosh, he was so pro. What did Tupac do, guys? Tupac, what did Tupac do?
0: Honestly, t- Tupac died. Literally worth a hundred thousand dollars, fifty thousand in cash, a hundred, and his mama's house. He he, he didn't you go. he didn't have too much shit, and he was uh, he couldn't. He, How do you want it? Yeah, it, it it was it was a lot of it was a lot of talk. It, uh, don't get me wrong, it was great talk, but he he didn't actually get the chance to do. He didn't do. really affect change. Yeah, Nipsey wasn't about to do, he did. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. This dude was doing...
2: And will probably in his death hopefully continue to do even more, we can even hope, you know what I'm saying? I mean, um, other than sell t-shirts and posters and have young white children think that they're an icon and have no idea who they are or what their music's about.
0: Um, It it also pissed me off because I heard a lot of people say a lot of people say um that oh I've never heard of him or he couldn't have been doing too much because I never heard of him. There goes the black community. Um That really up, pisses me off. Though, upping really a, a, another dead rapper and a gangbanger. Y'all just because he's dead, that's the only reason you're you're putting him on a pedestal. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's really not true. <laughs> That that that's okay. Saying that about us is like saying that black people voted for Obama because he's black. Just like okay, yeah. if we only voted for Obama when because he's black, why the fuck didn't we vote for Herman Cain? You know, we there's a difference. If we're bigging up Nipsey because Nipsey is Nipsey, did you see all of us going? While it was sad, did you see this much? craziness about xxx temptation no you didn't no no
2: god so yeah. there you go
0: that's that's a direct parallel right there direct parallel so the difference is what nipsey was actually fucking doing call him a game banger yeah, we're not no one you know
2: no one's here to apologize to the whites the whiteies who are listening out there right. who feel like they have some, no one's, you know, we're not, who cares? I mean, they and, can, they, and I'm sure they're still mourning XXX, whatever his name is. I'm, I'm not, I don't know, but I'm just like, you know, who gives a shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they can go fuck themselves. I mean, they're just completely stupid. You know, I mean, they're still crying over the civil fucking war. So tell me something else. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I see plenty of that in the place I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, you know, you
0: know I mean... Blame, blame, blaming him for being a game banger is about the equivalent of, va- of blaming a hick for being a redneck if you're born in goddamn Isaga Hatch, Arkansas or some bullshit. You know, it, it, yeah, it's it, about the same. It, right, same thing. Same,
2: same thing as hearing our history teacher at, at one point in life telling me that I should uh, take off my Malcolm X shirt while I was still in high school, I might add. I ain't nothing new to this, but uh, telling me that he was a pimp and a drug dealer and a you know what I'm saying, and everything. And I said, mm-hmm, Yeah, he had a colorful past, but look what he did with his future, right? Yeah, yeah. go smoke another cigarette back in the back, bitch. Get out of my face because <laughs> I don't got time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Scurry away from me, rat, because I don't, you know, I mean, the people are always going to, um, you know, people are always going to, um, sit on, you know, stand on someone else's shoulders to make themselves look tall. I mean, and white oh, people are really good at that. They've been doing that for pretty much existence, you know, of this country. So, I mean, you know, that's just, you know, it's nothing new for them. They're, they're, they've pretty much mastered the art. Um, I just think that what it's time is, I think that it's just time that everybody just wakes the fuck up and, you know, we just, you know, get a little bit closer to, you know, and I'm not even really, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not really paying a lot of attention um, to anything dealing with elections right now because I don't really give a fuck, to mm. be honest with you. And I hate to say that, but I really don't give a fuck because I'm going to be per- perfectly fucking honest with you. And I don't think there's been anybody who said any fucking thing that's really going to change anything that's fucking going on in this country. Mm. And I, I hope I'm really not getting old and cynical in my old time, but I'm going to tell you something. This time around, I'm telling you, this time around, there's going to have to be some real fucking shit going on because I'm telling you right fucking now, I'll vote that orange motherfucker for another fucking term <laughs> before I vote some dumbass into the fucking office who's not going to do a fucking thing for my needs, for your needs, and for everybody else in this country's needs. And i make that statement now in 2019 and i will poach i will place my bet on it in 2020 and i'm telling you that right now i'm not voting for no mediocre shit the rest of my fucking life that's it i'm not doing it anymore so either the democrats or the green party or whatever the fuck gets off their fucking lazy asses and gets us a candidate in this motherfucking office that cares about you that cares about me that cares about everybody in this country I'm not doing it. I'm just not going to. I'm not. I pro- I promise you guys. I promise you. I'm not playing around with that shit. It's too important. It's too important. Yeah. And. And the Democratic Party is playing with our fucking emotions. These bullshit ass. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting so I'm just it's the Nipsey. It's everything. It's just got me riled up. I'm just <laughs> emotional. I'm just emotional. About <laughs> I just can't handle it. My heart's having a palpitation right now. I need to just calm down. i just. I'm telling you guys, it's just serious. I mean, it's like me and, we were talking before when the call, when we before we even got on and, you know, Katina, because I, I don't think you were on, I think uh, Courtney was on and everything, but me and Martell were talking about it. I told him, honestly, I hate to fucking say this, but I'm going to say it all day long. I honestly think A blessing came along when that orange piece of shit got in office because I don't think a lot of us would have got off our asses and been as involved and and, and thought about the change that we really need in this country if we would have stayed complacent with that Hillary Clinton shit that would have come on in. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I am not – I don't want that motherfucker in office, and I didn't want him in office. But I'm going to tell you something. Change sometimes happens in ways we don't know. It's, a, it's, it's this puzzle, this link, this big prism that we're in or whatever that's constantly changing and interlocking is way bigger than our minds can even. And I think sometimes things have to happen for other things to happen. And sometimes it's shitty things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's shitty things that have to happen mm-hmm. for other things to get in, set into motion. And, you know, I, 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 I'm really feeling about right now, at this point, I'm feeling like everybody's just kind of chilled out. I'm feeling like everybody's like, well, you know, I mean was as bad as we thought, and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't like him a lot. and His hair's fucked up, and he doesn't, you know, he tweets all the time and shit. But you know, I mean, the world's still here. We didn't blow up, and you know what I'm saying. I got good income tax. I didn't get good income tax. I got, you know, I think that people are only thinking about themselves. You know what I'm saying? They're thinking about how the world appeals to them, mm-hmm. and since their world really wouldn't shook up too much, bad by you know what? You know, we'll fuck everybody else really. Let's just be honest. Let's just go, you know. And I just, I don't know what's wrong with us. I don't know what's wrong with us as a people in general, as a race of people. I just don't know what's wrong. I don't know when we're going to care about the person next to us. And I don't know when we're going to care about the person next to us more than we care about ourselves when the person that's next to us is not having the same shake as I'm having, you know. And until we can get to that level, Fuck Kumbaya and standing around hand, holding hands with the black wingle, black pink. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's just like not real. You know, I mean, it's just not real. And I just think that, like I said, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just, we haven't had a podcast in a long time. I'm emotional. <laughs> <laughs> My emotions are at a peak. I haven't had this release. I feel like I just masturbated, like, or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Ooh,
2: I shit. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just a big relief. We're
0: getting old and emotional. Ah. Dude, I have, I now, have shed more tears over Nipsey hustle in the past week. Just fucking just I'll see something and it'll just make me shed a tear. Just and, thinking. Yeah, and it, yeah uh, Exactly. Uh, that has not happened. That doesn't that hasn't happened to me. It hasn't. And it, this is fucking affected me. It's not like mm. I was running around here. I I can say that I did listen to the music. Robin listened to it more than me, but I I said last year Victory Lap was the best album last year, even though Cardi B won the Grammy. But right, I'm not gonna say that I was like a Nipsey Hussle just stand because yes, I did listen no, to the. I listen to the older albums, but it's not like I can recite the motherfuckers word for word. So you know, it's like Mm -hmm. right. It but it's I knew the stuff that he was doing, and always when I saw him, it was always something. Like the first, the first time I saw him, I think it was, was it the, it was he was on the freshman, um, cover of one. XL double And he was in the BT cipher. He was in the B T Cypher, and I thought he was like, um. Mm-hmm. when I heard him in the B T Cypher, I was like, okay, this dude is basically, you know, he's from L.A., and he's biting off a Snoop. He's Snoop. Yeah, that's, and yeah, that's...
2: Exactly. That's, of what, course.
0: that's what I thought. He's the young Snoop. Right, when the I first saw him. But then, <laughs> but then it was after the B T Cypher, I think that was when I read the article on him and Black Sam going to Africa. And I was telling Robin just yesterday... Like, Nipsey Hussle, he wasn't even, like, a big rapper then, but that that one article and reading what he was saying about going back to Africa and being, you know, one with your roots and knowing where you came from, that was the first time I was really inspired that I said that, yeah, I do want to go to Africa. I do want to find where the fuck I come from. And he, he's... That was before he was anybody, before I'd ever even heard a song, because it was decades before he was, you know, really doing anything in music. So it's just like, you know, it's, I understand how people that weren't even fans are affected after they look and see the type of person he was and the shit that he was doing. And as I look at all the stuff, the foreshadowing, it's, it's hard to ignore because it's like he was literally on his last victory lap. The pictures, yeah. mm-hmm. the pictures with Lauren, the motivational videos, Man. the interviews. The GQ
2: spread that they were about to,
0: Yeah, is that still coming out by the way?
2: That's I, the thing that's gonna be really sad. Because I don't know. They were just doing that for, I mean, I'm sure it will, because they're gonna capitalize off of it, I'm yeah. sure. Come on, right? And, and even his- That's even, gonna be even more sad.
0: Yeah, even his music videos. Look at his last two. Yeah. It's like he was literally on a victory lap saying goodbye without even fucking knowing it. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> so yeah. We, were, we were sitting here at the house and it was we were, we were in the room. I walked upstairs and I looked at my phone. And I was like, Nipsey Hussle got shot. And Mm -hmm. Ryman was like, oh, shit, not Nipsey. And I was like, yeah, he got shot. And then I looked again, and he said six times. And I was like, fuck. And I sat Mm -hmm. there before I said anything to her. And I was like... Six times. That shit ain't good. Yeah, and she was already about to cry the end when I said six times. And then next thing you know, they said he was gone. Well,
2: I didn't get it. So I was, I, I just literally got it straight from the end result. I just got the, and I was sitting there on the couch and I looked over at Rod and I was like, I oh, went like, maybe Hustle just was murdered. Was just got killed. And and he was just like he literally like looked at me because he had just what he, he, he said that he was crazy because earlier that day he had just seen the GQ, like the interview thing yeah. and, and the pictures and stuff with, and he had just, just literally seen that. Like we're talking hours earlier. And for me then to say literally that fast after he had just seen those pictures that here he was murdered, that it was just like, and I just, I couldn't even like, I was just like, like immediately started trying to and you know, people had like the video and stuff like that. I couldn't get a lot from the video. Um, I tried, but like I couldn't and I don't really know that I cared to, honestly. I don't that kind of stuff it like um Well I tried looking at it and it was far off and then when they would even zoom in I still couldn't really the, I'm old. <laughs> so the, I don't know if I could make it out or the, whatever.
0: The I reason I the what? reason I can make out some of the stuff is because the fucked up thing is people were um when he got shot people were live streaming it so what? so <laughs> so like since i was it, i i don't know if he's like when uh, if i looked at something but there was i was getting i was literally getting updates like as shit was happening and all i would have to do is go to twitter or um Facebook, and I'm sitting up there looking at, like, I saw the picture he had just took with the kid. I saw the picture. I was seeing videos of him before he was even in the ambulance. Online.
2: On the ground?
0: On the ground. Like, I was, oh I was God, watching right? it. I was watching that shit in real time, after the shooting. Yes. When I was sitting yeah. up here talking to Rob, I was watching it live. He was still on the ground. When the and Damn. the and, the, and the paramedics came, but yeah, but when I heard what happened, I was just like, uh, it makes it even worse.
2: It was really, it was really in, it was really intense for me. On, uh, I didn't even realize that. I think, I don't know if I, I think I, why not I thought I started, I think I started to text the group. And then I didn't. And then I think I started to text even you or And then I didn't. And I think I finally ended up posting something because I didn't even realize, um, you know, I mean, off topic. But it was it was it was just a weird. Um, that was an entire weird day for me. I woke up, didn't even think nothing about it, and I don't know how I came to the realization that I was actually in Memphis um, on April the fourth, and um, which was when um, Martin Luther King was uh, assassinated and um i was like well It just i it, it clicked with me and it was so weird because it was raining um it was a real dreary day up there in general and it was so weird because it was just like after i come to the realization of it and um i had them to even drive me by you know to like the civil rights thing um and museum and stuff and i was just like even even when even just being in the presence of it it was just like kind of hey, it was oh, the right. weirdest feeling yeah, well, it was weird because I didn't understand. It was just so weird how it just was very um, – and I read more probably than I've probably ever read on his assassination probably that day. Um, just even – and it was so weird because I guess when that what triggered is when you said that about him being on the ground. Um, and I remember – I don't think in any of – I've seen those pictures a million times, guys, because they've been – everywhere from history books to where, you know, just things I'd researched on my own and everything. I don't think I'd ever really looked at the pick hard enough that I could see Martin was laying in a pool of blood. And I never, I don't think I'd ever paid. And I don't know. It just, it really just gave the entire day just a, a very, which was even more bizarre is that my boss, I was speaking to her, we're speaking, we were at, um, a restaurant that used to be its called the beauty shop or something it used to be like, I think Priscilla Presley's like beauty shop or something that maybe they turned into, they turned into a restaurant or whatever. And we were mm-hmm. talking across the table and she told me about her father passing away. And she goes, and it was, wait, what? Oh, that was today. And we were just like, Whoa. I was like, Whoa. I went to the sunken place all of a sudden. I was just like, Whoa. Like I was like, whoa! Like there's too much darkness in this day to begin with, and it was just like, I don't know, but I it's the weirdest thing I don't think I've ever noticed. And I like I said, I've seen that picture a million times with everybody pointing over to the rooftop to show, and yeah. it was like I never had noticed that he was lying in a pool of his own blood. I never noticed that, and for some reason it was just the most vivid. And it, it's black and white, of course, you know, but it was the most vivid and right. just the eeriest and just. I couldn't get it out of my mind the entire day, and I was just like, um, you know, it's just been—I don't know. It was just really, um, it was really just a weird, 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 weird moment. I thought I just—I had because I I had so many emotions because I had so many emotions when we were up in um, um, Memphis. This is probably going to get us off into another topic, which I think that's probably good. Anyway, we should try to stray into. Uh, something but um i was i was I was having a real hard time with being kind of in the in the the homeland, I guess I should say for Elvis Presley for obvious reasons, but anyway i just I'm not a real big fan personally myself, and um definitely not as much of a fan as I've kind of studied more into his history and found out that Elvis Presley mm-hmm. was pretty much a blatant child molester, and what? that he um slept with. Pretty much, he, he he had even made a statement at one point in his career that he didn't want a woman after she had had a child because her body was basically ruined. So he preferred to have, um, I think he basically dated girls who were around 14 and up. Mm-hmm. And what that brought back to me, if you'll see where I'm going with this, um, why is Elvis Presley so, I mean, celebrated in this country as almost a national treasure and an icon, when, aside from the fact that we all know that he completely ripped off and stole um, rock and roll music um, from the likes of Little Richard, Chuck Berry, um, the list goes on and on, and, um, I mean, aside, aside from all of that, but I was just... We have a deep, like... I don't really think we 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 I don't I, I just I, I just I don't I don't understand how we choose our idols in this country, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, you know, I, I people were almost and I think people for a whole minute there. What's that? I can tell What's you, that? I can tell you
1: why we choose our idols. I can I can, choose, I can tell you why we choose our idols that, that we that we choose. Tell me. Because they are the people we want to be. They're we what we like. Those people. We they are the people we want to be like.
2: Yeah, but I just don't think that, like, I, like I'm I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I've, I've been having a real emotional time with um, finding Neverland after that came out because I, I don't have to. Tell, I, I, I probably I have to, to tell it. you guys. Well, I'm gonna say I think everybody should see it. Actually, I think it's I think you need to see it um, because I think you need to be. I think you need to make, if you're going to have an opinion, I think that you at least need to, and and I'm going to be honest with you, that, watching that movie, like I said, I don't think, maybe to you guys I would have to tell, even to Martell a little bit, because, I mean, we weren't exactly friends at that point in our childhood and everything, but, guys, I, (laughs) I don't think I'm telling y'all anything when I say this, but, like, I was probably more obsessed with Michael Jackson as a child than, (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was pretty obsessed. I mean, I went to school. I wore penny loafers. I wore glitter socks. I wore a glove every day. I, you know, had a jacket that had a million zippers in it. He literally covered every square inch of my wall. And when I mean that, I, and I, I, I would literally, you guys know what I'm saying. I would go to the, in, even in a jet magazine in the very back where the charts were, where they had a little picture of somebody and then the charts in the back of the magazine, I would cut out that little bitty picture and put that on my wall of Michael Jackson. That's how I obsessed if I mean his name, his any it was I mean, it was obsessive. Like I was over I mean, I performed in talent shows. I you know, that's where I, I credit him with really being what got me into into music and got me into like performing and definitely dancing and all of that type of stuff. But um you know, somewhere along my line, I probably I don't want to say like everybody, I want to say like maybe a lot of people, I did start to question certain things, because of things being brought up in the media, uh, about his relationship and his relationship with children. Um, However, in watching Finding Neverland, I really got really almost sick about it, because as we've talked before, I'm, you know, I've obviously experienced that in my life, and it was just really hard. It's been really hard a lot of times watching things like the R. Kelly stuff, watching Whitney Houston, if I told you guys, in her documentary. I literally, when, when they started talking about Whitney's whole situation at the end of the documentary, I think I got a hold of Mark Scott and Robin when that was, I literally broke down to a sobbing, shaking, crying because I was like, everything, oh, getting emotional even talking about it, everything she was saying or everything that her friend was saying that she said to them, it was like reliving stuff insane stuff and so i take that really seriously but however the more and more i studied into it because it's really affected me a lot and especially especially with my strong stance against r kelly um you know i dived i kind of dove a little bit deeper into the whole michael jackson saga and as i've dived deeper into it and see this is something no one's reporting a lot of the stuff that these guys went on, I mean, number one, they're, they're perjuring themselves like a motherfucker because mm-hmm. they've already, you know, I mean, I, I know it's not in court, but they've already testified in a court of law. Everything that they're saying happened did not happen. So that's number one. Um, and number two, and don't get me wrong, I do understand the habits of people who have been, I, I totally get that. You could have put me on a stand a million years ago against the person who did it to me, and I would have lied too. So I'm not going to yeah. sit there and say that that's just an end all of a be all. I do understand that. I thought it would have destroyed my family. And I thought, you know, there's a lot of things I thought at that time. However, when things in the timeline don't match up and they've been dispelled and even the producers of the film have now come back and said, well, that's true. We probably need to revisit that. And this is on like, I just don't understand what I don't you know, I don't really know how to feel about that situation now. And it's really lost me and left me at a, you know, just a loss because I just you know, I have such a love for this man, you know what I mean? I really do. I have such a love for Michael Jackson that I just think that, you know, I don't, I, I, and I guess what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get this conversation. I'm trying to get someone to make me understand or to make me feel a little bit more at ease about it because I just don't understand. Um, you know, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to, you know, to what to, to I know talk, what my, I'll you know, say
1: this, um, not to cut you off or anything. I think No, that- no please that you definitely shouldn't feel like guilty or anything about that because growing up i loved michael jackson and here's the crazy thing so growing up we tend to like i know that for me i loved seeing him dance i loved seeing him getting his um accolades but yeah but he was like everywhere when we were growing up, we saw him in the yes. commercials. We saw him on Soul Train. We saw him in videos. We saw him like the thrillers. He was literally everywhere. And for me, like even as I got older and they start saying, well, Michael Jackson just built the whole um, amusement park. I'm like, okay. Well, he has kids come over. Okay. Well, they spend the night. Okay. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, he never really had a childhood. You know, his dad had them working as soon as they could walk and talk. So maybe he's trying to live that. And then I was like, okay. Then I was like, okay, now he's getting creepy as hell. And then <laughs> on she the flip like side down, of that, I but then, but then, you know, then I start saying, okay, he's, he's creepy as hell, but what about these parents? Why are these parents dropping these kids off and just leaving them? And why do they think it's okay? And I would think it was weird. You know, even though, I mean, eh, it's Michael Jackson, but damn, he has a freaking pet monkey. Ma'am, that's not a sign? Like, what? <laughs> well, but, the thing course, with me is, we just love who we love. Me, I, I love me some freaking um, R. Kelly. I've I said Four freaking years since I was younger than I am now. That he was a perverted genius. And what I don't understand is that now people are, oh my gosh, we're gonna mute R. Kelly, we're gonna mute, we're gonna mute, we're going we Nothing that they showed, at least from the bits and pieces that I saw, nothing that they showed was anything that we didn't know already. I mean, I personally was like, okay, he even pissed on this girl. Y'all wasn't done with it then. But now it's because more girls are coming out. The human nature, man, we're just weird creatures. I mean, it's kind of like, like you've been molested, I've been molested. It's kind of like saying, well, I know that for me, when when I came out, everybody was like, that's impossible, can't be. Well, you were going places with him. Well, hell, okay. Still doesn't mean that he didn't do it. Yeah. Still doesn't mean that what I'm saying is true. And then for somebody to say, "Uh, uh, well, you just fast. I don't give a damn what anybody, no young girl or young man, but I'll say girls because girls are normally fast. No young girl is fast enough to catch a grown ass man. I'm sorry. I don't care who she is. No little boy is mannish enough to pull a grown-ass woman. I mean, it's kind of like saying what makes them attractive to kids. I'm quick to tell people. I didn't want a 16-year-old when I was 16. So I damn sure don't want one and I'm over 40. Like, what are you doing? Right. Well, I did. 8 year old kids look at me.
2: (laughs) I think the thing that the thing that I'm trying to say is though is the thing that I am, which first of all, let me clarify this. Hate to rain on anything or whatever, but I believe R. Kelly is a pervert and I think he is a pedophile and I think he is a rapist. I'm sorry, that's just how I feel about Robert Kelly. I've seen it with my own eyes and that's all I need. Okay? He's disgusting. That's first. Number two, Michael Jackson, the only reason I've ever had a conflict with this, and I'm going to talk about this, and it's this something I've never talked about before, and I think the reason why I've never purposely talked about it is because of the stigma that I felt like was attached. But on this, this podcast here, it's been a while, so I'm going to let you guys have it. But, and Martell in this part can probably attest for this, <laughs> I feel in my brain and in my mind, I feel I'm all of, I ain't even going to say it, because I came, I told Martel, I came to the conclusion the other day, I found, figured out how old I was, about fell out, okay, because I'd forgotten, because <laughs> I just tried to put that somewhere away and try not to deal with it for a while, but then I got out, and I was great right, getting the years, and I just was doing some subtracting, and I'm about pissed on myself, or shit, whichever the old people do, I don't know, take your <laughs> both. we do them all, yes, we do them both, maybe at the same time, I need somebody to clean it up, but anyway, but the thing was is that I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys in my mind and I don't know if I have a defect, I don't know if I have a something in my mind I am still the kid I was when I first met Martel, when I first was in high school when I'm in my mind, nothing has changed. So I don't know if that's a mental defect or if I have a problem, I still find Things that kids find entertaining, I still find them entertaining. I don't know. But let me tell you on the other side of that, I don't even want a fucking kid around me, okay? Yeah. I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> Y'all can keep them, every one of them, okay? Big ones, the tiny ones, the little ones, the kind you rock in your arms. I don't want those motherfuckers near me, okay? They're great. I love to entertain them and make them ha <laughs> ha But after that, I don't want them sleeping at the house. I don't want them staying over. I ain't babysitting them motherfuckers. You can have them. Okay? So that's the difference. I'm just going to be perfectly honest with you. I love kids. I think, I believe that children are our future. You know what I'm saying? Teach okay, them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. I thought those were my words. I'm sorry. But no, but I'm saying that's that's the difference that is that, that kicks in with me is that I've always wondered in my head, and I don't think anybody thought I was going this route, but I've always wondered in my head, If the things that people say about Mike in those aspects could be very well true, and that's the thing why I can't shake that it could possibly be true. Because I know me and him grew up in different eras. So things to him that were exciting for childlike excitement could have been riding a fucking train. Not me, buddy. I want an iPad or something like that, something technologically advanced. I'd like to go shopping at KB Toy Store or something and buy lots of goodies and
0: candy and toy just, girl. you know, all that. Kind of, but
2: exactly, there you go, if it was still around, I guess. But the thing is, is that I can relate in that aspect of it, but I don't think that my relation to wanting to be a child should automatically have me labeled as a possible pedophile because, like I just told you, I don't even want to be around kids. You can give me a whole world of adults. I'll still be the child. I don't give a fuck. I've started, I've started thinking people that I work with After they find out how old I am, I start thinking that I can see it in their face. They're going, this motherfucker is what? He's how old? Does he act like that? Damn, he's an immature, childish motherfucker. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You can think whatever you want about me. You can think that I'm this and that. But that's what always pulls me back on that thing. And I don't know if I got way off on that and everything, but it's just that's something that's always really bothered me with how people label him as... A freak and how he's different because literally, guys, if everybody, if we all had a camera crew following us around and yeah. everybody knew our daily routine every day, you don't think there'd be some weird shit that we'd all be doing that people would go, "What the fuck is wrong with Courtney? She is fucking crazy." Did you see what she just did? i say
0: like, seriously, yeah. Like, yeah.
2: right? But you're just <laughs> exactly, but you're just being you, and as long as you're not hurting anybody, you know. Like yeah. I said, now I don't, I don't, I don't have any evidence of that, but like I said. If any evidence, now I will tell you guys this, though, and I'll stand solid on this. If anyone ever presents some videotaped Mm -hmm. image or something that's a little bit more solid and concrete against the man, then I'm sorry. I do believe that I would probably have to, you know, go on about my way. Because that's the same thing with R. Kelly. All of that stuff could be complete fabrications and complete whatevers if I had not seen it with my very own eyes. And I did see that tape. And I do know at the time when I saw that tape, we've all talked about it before. Martel, I've even talked about it with other friends of mine as well. We all sat there and said how we when we saw the video. We laughed at it and made comments like, looks like she's done that before. And she, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. She was a child. She was a child. Think about those sayings and think about your children. And someone saying that about one of your children in a videotape where that type of bullshit was happening. Mm-hmm. Nobody would be excited about that. Nobody. Yep. And that's the way I feel about stuff like that. I just feel like that, you know, I think that, um, however, I do, uh, you know, and, 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 and the other thing I kind of wanted to ask, can we separate art from the artist? Can you do that? You know what,
1: I, me personally, yes, I can. Um, but I do understand the conflict that some people would have with that. And I just, don't even comment on that. But me personally, I can. Because we'll use Robert Kelly as an example. There are times in my life where when I think about those moments, I think about the music that was playing in those moments. Of course. And their of course. And so I can't I try to take it. his talent away. I mean, mind you, I've always said he's a perverted genius. Do I feel like he needs to pay for what he's done? Of course, he has broken so many girls and women, and he's messed up their lives, their family lives. Like, he should pay for that. But but in the grand scheme of that, I say, hey, I don't have a heaven or a hell to put anybody in, so I can't judge him on that. And that's why when somebody say, well, do you still listen? I don't personally have him on my, my phone, but... If I'm in a store and they play his music, I'm not going to walk in. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're playing that. I'm not going in there. Well, okay, no, I am going to do that. Well, do you
2: think, though, that we've become a society that we're really easy to cancel people? Yep. And we're really easy to...
1: We're easy to cancel people, but but my thing is this, and this is a good segue, to the Kodak Black thing. Nobody was trying to cancel his little black ass when he was talking about sleeping with... Um, the gay rap. He was disgusting. Yeah, young M.A. Yeah. No, that
0: was disgusting, too.
2: Exactly. Thank ass. you for he saying that. that. Because nobody, nobody said nobody shit
1: about was that. nobody talking about canceling his ass when that's they exactly were saying, right. Thank saying he, that. He's he's that. Thank you for up saying up that. a young lady. But now he comes for Lauren London. And, you know, oh, that's our beloved Nipsey Hussle's woman. Oh, no, he can't come for uh, Nunu. So now we're going to cancel his ass a long time ago.
2: I'm going to throw another one at you. I'm going to throw you for a loop on this one, and I want everybody to get in on this one, though, too. Are we really can't, are we really pissed off that he disrespected Lauren, or is it because we, he disrespected Nitsky and she's a product of, like, some kind of extension of him when he actually did disrespect her? He disrespected her say, by saying it.
1: It's, it's, a, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's not really about her. It's like who, who exactly. is. Well, exactly. about who she that's well. how I Exactly. Well, that's, right. that's not right. That's not right. It really depends on... We're talking about if we're talking about TI. I I personally think that he was coming for him because of Lauren and Nipsey because he had a relationship with both. Now, if we're talking about the game, I'm going to say that it's because of Nipsey. I think we have to look at who's coming after him and why they're speaking up. Okay, TI, him and Lauren have a relationship and a friendship before
2: okay, yeah. I can I can see that, but it it did. I will admit that was the first thing. Either way, it pissed me off, and I thought it was the most disgusting, vile thing that anyone could ever do, especially at a time like this. That could, but I mean, I I mean, I feel like guys. I don't know. I mean, somebody please hit me to this Martell because you'd probably be. I don't know. I mean, the best. I mean, what does this Kodak Black do? I mean, I I mean, I know that he's a rapper, and I know that. But I just want to like. is your entire like the, the last things i've heard about him in the media have all been about hype? there's been nothing of substance that has come from that so i just want to know like is that just i think some people just get a rise out of shit like that when he said that shit about young uh m a like that shit fucking drove me
1: insane man oh but
0: he's man, from florida he said, oh the God. most
1: disrespectful shit ever
0: you hear me pots he's from florida so that should explain. It. Oh,
2: God almighty. Yeah. Well, he didn't get any points today, did he? Lord <laughs> have mercy. He needs to come back here and rot in this motherfucker? No, dis-
0: no disrespect, disrespect to Florida. No disrespect to Florida. Yeah,
2: all disrespect.
1: No, there's <laughs> nah, it, some, some
2: crazy, crazy folks in Florida. Oh, oh Lord. That, trust me, Courtney. We were already discussing that, too, today. I was like, I was sitting here, guys, watching, like I said, the news report. And I, I told Martel, like, I, I literally at one point was going, like is this a is it I mean is this like a Saturday Night Live skit or something Is this really like this is really the news for this fucking state Like I was going there's some problems here I'm one of the worst things that they started talking about and people got all into it and I was like oh lord That's when I said I was screaming at the TV ye- yelling at it because they were talking about uh, allowing teachers down here to have guns in classrooms and I was just like what is Fuck is really going on? Like, like, guns are the problem, okay? You don't put them in the classroom and add that to it. Because does anybody not think that something somewhere along the line isn't going to happen with the teacher's gun then? Or what about if the teacher goes fucking buck wild crazy and she just starts mowing down the fucking classroom? Like, has anyone ever exactly. thought of that? Like, people just exactly. don't. People are so fucking, like, just like we were talking about with the stuff with the medicinal marijuana, them lowering the grams. People were saying for my health, it's not doing anything, but you can't get these fucking white bread piece of cracker shit to understand anything because their pockets are fucking lined by the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. I mean, that's what's happening in our country, guys. I mean, it's like everything is run by money. And that kind of brings us even back as a good place, even with the whole Nipsey thing. That's what worries me. That's what worries me in a a world where we had a man who was really doing things that had real results. And was really striving to do things. I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, let's be honest, guys. Michael Jackson wasn't doing that kind of shit for his fucking community. Robert Kelly wasn't doing that kind of shit for his fucking community. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let's be, I mean, let's be real about this shit. Like, fucking kill your idols because they're worthless. You know what I'm saying? They're completely worthless. Trash them because they're nothing. They do nothing for us. They give us a feeling, they give us a mood. They invoke something in us that is already there anyway with their music or with their art and everything. But other than that, if that's all they're going to be, then they're completely useless. They're completely useless. They're just like me and you. There's nothing any better about them. There's nothing. And it's just like it's annoying to see that just it's just annoying every day to see what kind of what kind of generation that we live in, that people are just, you know, I watched a movie not long ago, which I'd seen before. I just watched it. Just, for, you know, it was, it was called the Bling Ring. I'm sure you guys have heard of that before, where it was those kids who were in LA and they were robbing the houses of like Paris Hilton and all these celebrities. And in the end, even when they got caught and were basically putting, put in jail, they had basically achieved what they always wanted. They had become famous. And that's all they wanted. And it was just like, what the fuck is going on in the world today? I just don't understand. I don't understand why someone would, you know, I don't understand what made someone take Nipsey's life. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that. But at the same time, I, I kind of feel like it was a bigger power. Like I said, I hate to get into all that stuff, but I really do feel like there was something bigger at play here. When I get further into, I mean, is it, isn't it kind of bizarre that the same thing happened? with? Didn't we discuss this at one point, or were we texting it when we were talking about left eye? Wasn't left eye going down to... um she, where was she at? Was she, she on Earth? Yeah, she had visited Dr. Yeah. Sebi.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. And she was wanting to make his products. She was wanting to make his products, like she was wanting to do something with them to make them available for the public. From what I understood, in some article I was reading recently, that she was wanting to, you know, because I basically went through. That's what I was going to tell you guys. That's where we started heading with the whole. Um, I don't know how uh, how I can ever get to that point. I, I would really like to achieve it, but I, I was reading the thing. Um, um, his cycle about like when you're supposed to eat mm-hmm. have you guys Do you guys know what I'm talking about no there was a cycle of when you're supposed to eat things and of course what you're supposed to eat because he has an entire chart of course it's all v- vegan and it's mm-hmm. all vegetarian because it's all just herbs, seeds um, nuts and vegetables that's it of course there's no meat whatsoever um, and it is an alkaline diet if I'm not mistaken, um, it's an alkaline diet, um, and he gives a cycle of when you're supposed to eat and when you're not supposed to eat after eight o'clock, period, and you're not supposed to eat before. I want to say maybe six. It might be five. I could be wrong, but it's something. It's something very obtainable, you know, that you could total that a person could totally do. But it's because of the cycle that your body goes through. And we've never paid attention to that as human beings. We've never paid attention to when our heart rate increases, when it decreases, when our blood pressure gets it to a certain level, when our body warms up at a certain level, when it cools down, when it does. We don't, we don't pay attention to those things because we're so consumed with, quote unquote, this thing called life that we, you know, we work night shifts or we do, you know, so we can't do those certain things. Well, we don't realize even those small things, according to Dr. Bobby, those things are killing us. Little by little, because we're not keeping the, the proper upkeep with our bodies that we're supposed to be doing. And from what I understood in reading about her, um, and I want to say that I read something where um, I know that how Nipsey, I think he lived in that cycle of things. From what I understood, um, but um, I want to say that he was supposed to be, but I know that she was also doing something. Like she was trying to, she was trying to do something or wanting to do something. And um, I just, I just find it's really, I mean, he was murdered, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Even
2: doctor was,
0: said They said he was, he was killed. They said he had um, pneumonia, but everybody knows better than that.
2: Well, he was trans, yeah, he was transported or something somewhere. I was reading the whole thing about it. It was real. um, And he basically didn't have, he wasn't strong enough to be, while they were basically trying to do all this, whatever. And then that's how you kind of just, you know, succumb to the pneumonia. And uh, I mean, because everybody's, I mean, at the end of everything, it doesn't matter if you're a perfect vegan or you're living the perfect, you know, I mean, you're still a human, you know what I'm saying? And you still have a body and it still can give out on you and it can still, you know, not do good things. I think it's just, you know, it's like I said, I think it's just important. And I think it's, you know, a part of all of that. I think that I really think. I think that as a human race, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and this is one of those to public tokes. I mean, not tonight, obviously. Unfortunately, I'm in Florida. Uh, but on a normal night, it's where you kind of sit back and think about those things. But it's kind of like we were talking earlier, Markel, when we were talking about how Trump getting into office. I think that there's so many things as a, as a race we've kind of been awoken to in this period. Like something's really going on. I don't know what's going on, and I don't know where it's going to go and where it's going to lead us. But I don't think we've ever had as much information as we have about climate change, about things that are going on in the world, things that are, you know, and I think that we're at a point where you either have the, you know, you can either change it, and you can either help to change it for everyone else, or you can sit back and just, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, watch it all go down.
0: Yeah. This this episode's a downer. (laughs) (laughs) Such a downer. (laughs) there's no no positive there's
2: no there's no silver lining okay i mean there is a silver lining i mean everybody just needs to take care of themselves and and take care of your family and and cherish what you have and and um but also too don't ever be afraid to you know i mean that's just like even um nipsey's mom was saying in that thing you know death is nothing to be afraid of it's going to happen to every one of us you know what i'm saying it's it's going to literally happen to everyone on this call right now we're all going to die we're all going to die and we cannot be afraid of it and we need to you know she's it's like she said welcome it as a change into something that we don't know anything about the next you know what i'm saying and it's something that you know it's just inevitable it's sad um you know when that happens in our lives and everything but i mean it's just you know that's what we i think that's really what we need to get out of it say what you mean mean what you say love who you love you know, take care of the people that are in your life and then just, you know, do the best you fucking can. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Any other words on Nipsey? I'm pretty sure we'll have more in the future on him. But oh, any more I'm right sure now? I'm sure it's
2: not over with yet. Yeah.
0: Definitely not. Katina, Courtney? mm mm-hmm. Any more
1: words no. on Nipsey? I mean, y'all pretty much covered it. I'm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm at a loss to even think about how the person that killed him had that access to him. And probably was somebody that Nipsey never would have anticipated or thought would hurt him. And then... Mm-hmm. To have this man right by his side, he's in videos, he's in pictures. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it pisses me off even more because, like I told y'all, it's always somebody close to you that you know. Yep. It's never yep. or very rarely is it somebody that you don't know or somebody that's not part of your crew or that's not part of your clique. And it just saddens never me. That's what I'm about that, people. Yes. Yeah, and then it's crazy because it saddens me to know that this man was affecting change for, for his, his family, hell my family without us even knowing, it. he touched so many. And like Pot said, hopefully this is just going to gain momentum. We're not going to celebrate his life and focus on him for the moment. And then this time next year, we all back doing the same shit that we were doing before mm-hmm. and not, not celebrating and putting forth the effort because we all say the same thing. We want to affect change. We want to be, you know, good good citizens and we want to do what we can to help the next person. But the crazy thing is we all say that, but some of us, if, some of us called and asked the other one for $10. We'd we'll be like, well, what you for? Well, I ain't got it. Knowing damn well that we got that and then some in our bank account, you know. And I'm not saying us on the call because we've all kind of no, know, we know that, it, yeah. that we can, like, I know, or at least I feel like I can call Courtney and say, I'm on my way to Little Rock. Can you get X, Y, or Z? I mean, she was there for me when my bonus dad passed that Mm -hmm. was more than any money could have ever been worth for me to see her in that moment so my thing is are we going to kind of talk about it and then be done with it are we going to say you know what martel we know you and robin got xyz going on let us all start contributing to that how can we be a group and affect change as a unit so Mm -hmm hmm um, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Agreed. How do
0: you, how you feel about Nick Cannon taking over the documentary? man hey. Girl. How what? Yeah. What? <laughs> about Nick Cannon taking over the
1: Girl.
0: Dr. Sebi documentary. Listen, that was a, that was a boy Bye. <laughs> Listen,
1: Girl. somebody posted a meme uh. and I thought it was so funny and it tickled me, but it was so true in the same sense. Somebody said can somebody make sure that Nick Cannon don't die by doing his Dr. Seuss documentary because we would have to all tolerate his music. We don't want that. Oh.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. What music?
0: I'm a gigolo.
2: I thought I'd be watching like a marathon of Wild Out or something like that. I mean, that's about I mean
0: We'd have gigolo. You know, or, or, or maybe I'd just put on Mariah Carey. I don't know. Jigolo I mean, I mean, on whatever, repeat. Whatever, you know. You remember though? God.
2: (laughs) I can barely remember that song. I don't even... I mean, seriously, y'all might need to... If y'all played me a clip, I'm sure I would have heard it, but I'm like, what? Like, it's like I couldn't even remember... And the crazy
1: thing is, when I read that meme, I just busted out laughing, and then I thought, and oh, God, I remember he came to Little Rock. I don't know if any of y'all remember this. He came to Little Rock. He was in... um, What club was that? Um, Elevation. He was in there. It's when he was dating... um. Christina miliani and mm-hmm. he came up in the club, I and I remember sitting Yes, and I the remember elevations there, night. right, <laughs> and then I remember being in there, and we danced together, and I was like, oh my God, this boy cannot dance, he's lanky, he's clumsy, let me just get my little one dance, because he asked me to dance, and move my ass, and I was like, oh my God, he's literally done, I'm not going to say nothing, because he's like a very busy business man but if we have to listen to his music y'all do y'all know how much that name tickled my spirit and i that like, it tickled okay. mine and i didn't even hear
2: it i can't even remember the song so i know how much it tickled you because i'm like going oh lord it must be real bad everybody's talking about it that man i can't even remember it lord i'm gonna have to look it up after we get off this call i'm gonna be like what <laughs> Yeah.
1: because most people don't even think about knowing him about his music. I think of him. No. With wild right?
2: And I guess that's how we were introduced to him, right? And I, but it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. So I can't even... I'm like going, what? Yeah, he did, oh, yeah, he did. Oh, He He's did all that.
1: You know, all that, wasn't
2: he? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just thinking about stuff other... like I'm not. Even, I'm thinking about more of an acting career. I'm not even thinking about, but I guess that's... I guess that's mm-hmm. yeah, where it was. But, um, yeah, I just... I don't know. I mean, I wish somebody would take it on, though. I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know what level of completion that documentary was, but, I mean, I, I do think it's important, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think, and let's also, too, make make sure that, I, that I'm clear about this, too. When we said in the beginning of the call, when we were talking about uh, conspiracy theory, if anybody thinks, I just think, if there was any kind of conspiracy theory, it just has to do with that documentary, that's not necessarily the case either. <laughs> I yeah, think that... No. Uh, everything he was doing in general was much more of a threat yeah. than I think this documentary could have ever been, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that, and I think that's real shit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think what he was doing in his community and the changes he was doing, and, I mean, the things he was doing, guys, about, um, I hate to start it back up again, sorry, I just got to say this last thing, but it was so interesting to me about how he was doing the program between um, inner-city um, um, kids and bridging the gap basically between them and like getting them jobs, like in Silicon Valley. Yeah. He
0: had and a, stuff he, like that. Yeah. He had a, he, had, he had started a STEM program.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about stuff that was just like, like I said, that's, that's next level. You know what I'm saying? That's not even on, I mean, these children are being, you know, these kids are being given a chance that they would never even remotely have. You know what I'm saying? And, I just think, like I said, I think what he was doing across the board was um, if anybody wanted to get rid of him and for his influence, I think, like I said, I think that was more the reason than anything to do with any kind of documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, 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 if, if that had anything to do with it, I mean, it probably didn't help things, but, um, you know, I, I definitely think he was more of a threat with just what he was doing in the community than anything else. You know, mm-hmm. and that's sad, because What he was doing wasn't threatening. What he was doing was empowering and was extremely positive. And that's sad that white people look upon that as a threat, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. On a positive note, let's just end it on long live the legacy of Nipsey Hussle. And the marathon continues.